This week's Parsha, Parsha's Va'ira, is really the beginning of the Geula, the redemption of Mitzrayim. Um, in last week, in Parsha's Shemais, we learned about the beginning of the bondage of Mitzrayim. And where Hashem um, comes to Moshe Rabbeinu, and He sends him to go to Pare to ask him or to tell him to release the Jewish people from Mitzrayim. But Pari doesn't listen. Not only he doesn't listen, he actually makes it more difficult for the Jews by decreeing that they shouldn't receive their regular um, straw in order to make the bricks. So at the end of the parsha, um, the situation is even worse. And Moshe turns to Hashem and says, "Why did you make it so difficult for the Jewish people? Why did you send me?" I mean, that's really the end of the first parsha. In this week's parsha, in the beginning, Hashem responds to Moshe, and he says. He says, Ani um, Hashem. He says, And I have appeared to the Ovest, Avram, to Yitzchak, and Yaakov, using the name Shindalid Yud, but my, my great name of Hashem, Yud Kevavke, I never told them. Or as Rashi explains, I didn't show them my power of truth, because I told them that I would give them all the brachas and give them Rashi Yisrael, and so far I have not. But now has come the time. Um, and uh, I've heard the crying of the Jewish people, and therefore go and tell the Jewish people that I will take them out of Mitzrayim, uh, and I will save them, and I will bring them to Eretz Yisrael, etc. And the parsha goes on with the first seven of the ten makis, um, where the Mitzrayim um, were beginning to be to be crushed and punished by Hashem. So. The Parsha begins with this interesting um, statement where Hashem says, you know, I appear to the others, but I didn't show them my truth, so to speak. I didn't fulfill my promises to them. And yet to you I will. And it goes on with the promises of redemption. And it, it, the question is, why is it important, the whole concept that I did appear to the others, but to them I didn't show this, and to you I will. What is Hashem trying to draw with this um, uh, what, what point is he making by drawing this contrast of what he had appeared already to the Avis and what he's now going to do for the children, for the Jewish people? And to explain this, I want to tell a story. You know, today is uh, it's Thursday night. It's, today was Chavdala Tevis, the Alter Rebbe's Yartzeit. Um, a story connected with this date that I heard from a good friend of mine, who's a Shliach in Albany, uh, Reb Mendel Rubin, and he's married to a Galprin, a daughter of Rabbi Shloyme Galprin from Crown Heights. And this story is with his father-in-law's mother and her father. So you had a chassid of the Friedrich Rebbe. His name was Reb Yankel uh, Maskalik, or he was called by the city that he comes from, Reb Yankel Jaravitzer. And he was a big chassid, um, a person who excelled in his Avas Yisrael and caring for another Yid and for students, and for everyone, really. And when it was the time of communist Russia, and there was all the decrees against Yiddishkeit, and the shuls, and the, and the mikvahs, and so on, he was one of those valiant chassidim of the Friyadik Rebbe, who put his life on the line to go from place to place, from city to city, um, establishing those shuls that were closed by the communists, and those schools, and those mikvahs. And as so many chassidim of his time that were actually, many of them were arrested, many of them were exiled, and many of them were killed um, for this very holy mission that the Rebbe entrusted them with, 
which was really keeping Yiddishkeit in Russia going in that terrible time of the 1920s and 1930s. So this Rabbi Yankel himself was arrested more than once. And the last time he was arrested, he was actually killed in jail by the communists. Um, his family, his wife, his children were awaiting his return. Ultimately, they got the message that he was killed, but they didn't know when and where. And the question was what day to establish as a yard site um, when they should say Kaddish for him. And they asked the Rav in their city, and for whatever reason, the Rav said, you know what, establish the date on Chav Dalet Tevis, the 24th of Tevis, the yard site of the Alter Rebbe, the founder of Chabad Hasidus, which they did. Years later, his daughter, um, again, my friend's wife's grandmother, came out of Russia and ultimately came to New York, I believe in uh, 1973, if I'm not mistaken, and she went in for a private audience with the Rebbe, where the Rebbe asked her all different details about Russia and about what happened with her family and so on and so forth. And at the end of the conversation, the Rebbe saw that she had something on her heart still. And the Rebbe asked, what is it? And she responded, she said, what bothers her is about the date that was chosen for her father's yard site. She says, her father was a chassid of the fifth Lubavitcher Rebbe, the Rebbe Rashab. He went... He was a devoted chassid of the sixth Rebbe, to the point of really dying ultimately, to ultimate self-sacrifice as a shliach, as an emissary of the sixth Rebbe. So when it came a question of whom or what date to choose for his yard site, um, why did they choose a day from the Alter Rebbe? Way, you know, many hundred years earlier, a Rebbe who he never knew, wouldn't it make more sense for him to for them to establish the yard site on the passing of his own Rebbe, the Friedrich Rebbe or the Rebbe Rashab, the two Rebbeim that he knew. And this bothered her. This weighed heavily on her heart. Why is it that the day of his yard site is being established on the day of the yard site of the founder of the Chabad movement a hundred years earlier? And the Rebbe heard, listened, and the Rebbe responded and he says, Aberert Eiskefirt, the Malten Rebbe's Kavona. In other words, your father, in his activities and what he did, was really fulfilling the initial intent, the intention of the Alter Rebbe, the founder of Chabad. True, he didn't know him. True, it was a hundred years earlier. But this was really the fulfillment of what was founded a hundred years earlier. And therefore, it's most appropriate that his yard site is on his yard site. And then we celebrate and say Kaddish on the day of the, of the yard site of the Alter Rebbe, who founded this Hasidus, which this Hasid so faithfully executed. In other words, that's the story. The idea here is, you know, in, in, the, um, in the Mimer that the Rebbe said when he accepted leadership of Chabad Hasidus as the seventh Rebbe, he talked about the fact that our generation is the seventh generation, but that the greatness of the seventh is that it's the seventh to the first. It's a continuation and a completion and a fulfillment of what the first set into motion. And coming back to our Parsha, we have the Jewish people who are Mitzrayim and things are very bitter and things are very de- desperate. And Hashem is, is telling them of the, of the redemption that's coming. And he says, 
it didn't start with you today. He says, it began with the Yovis. It began with Avram Avinu and Yitzchak and Yaakov. And they didn't see the fulfillment of what they had begun, of the mission and of the promise that I had begun with them. And you today are the fulfillment. You today are the ones who are actually going to finish up a job that's seven generations old. Because in, in the story of Yitzhak and Sarayim also we're talking about seven generations. Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov. Yaakov's son is Levi. Levi's son is Kahas. Kahas is Amram. And then is Moshe. Moshe is called the Deir Hashvi, the seventh generation to Avram Avinu. So when it comes the time for the redemption, Hashem tells Moshe to tell the Jewish people, that what's going to happen now is the fruition, the fulfillment of what began with Avram Avinu. And the same is so true for us today, as we also stand in the ending of a very long Golos, a long exile, um, and awaiting, anticipating the coming of Mashiach. And we know that it's not only about us and our Avaida and our difficulty and our mitzvahs and our terror and our challenges that we face, but we understand that we're ending and fulfilling and bringing to fruition something that began way back. And as the Rebbe would say so, so often, that many times we might think that if you look at the merits of ourselves, of the people alive today, I don't know if that alone is enough to expect an ultimate Geula redemption and the coming of Mashiach and the third base of Mikdash. But we have to look at ourselves as ending... Um, and finishing up a mission and a goal and a work, and that we have the tremendous chus, the tremendous um, merit of being the ones who live today with whatever challenges there are today and whatever difficulties there are today, and to be the ones that should be able to finish off this job that began way back, really from the Ovis and from the Sadiqim and from our Rabbim who entrusted us with finishing up this job. And that's what the Pasuk means in the beginning of this week's parasha. I started, I appeared to the Ovis already, to Avram, to Yitzchak, and Yaakov, and yet, for Hashem's reasons, they weren't the ones that in their time was going to happen. But to you, it's going to happen. Um, I'll take you out of Mitzrayim, I'll bring you, and came to Yelon, and so it should be for us, that us and this ending of Golos should finish it already, and finish that job that's been, that's, that has been begun and has been passed down to us and that we should finish it faithfully and successfully with the coming of Mashiach speedily in our time. A good Shabbos.